morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana Eshen, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. <clears throat> and here we are on the cusp of Thanksgiving here in, in, in the United States. And um, that is a holiday of giving appreciation, giving thanks, becoming aware, aware of how very much we have been given and how much we have to say thank you for. And that is, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reminder. It's a reminder. You know, sometimes when things are very difficult, divisions in the country, political messes, (coughs) fighting, (coughs) excuse me, all kinds of stuff like that, we forget, we get caught up in the undertow. So easy to get caught up in the undertow, so easy. And we forget about how beautiful the day is or how beautiful our lives are. They don't seem to be beautiful. It doesn't seem as if we have something to say thank you for. We we get pulled into this anxiety that's in the undertow. Well, will things change? Will I be safe? Will my family be safe? What's going to happen next? That's always a question that the mad mind spews out. I like to call it the mad mind. We have a mind that's the mad mind. That's not the whole of us. Certainly far from it. But it's a strong part because we pay a lot of attention to it and we feed it a lot. And it's always worrying, always rejecting, always saying, oh my goodness, my goodness, this is awful. It was so much different, so much better last year. That mad mind loves, loves to compare this year and that year and this day and that day. And somehow, somehow, this day, this year, this person, this moment, always comes up wanting, lacking, not as good, not as nice, not as comfortable. So then what should I give thanks for? That's what the mad mind feeds us. That kind of thing, that kind of, I was going to say garbage, because it is garbage. But it's much more than garbage, because there's nothing wrong with garbage. Garbage is a natural part of life. But but this is, it's toxic garbage. Toxins, it's feeding us toxins. You know, there's a beautiful, beautiful saying in Zen, which is, actually it's in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. In the Lojong teachings, it says, give up poisonous food wherever it's offered to you. Wow, what a what an amazing teaching. I just love that teaching. Give up poisonous food wherever it's offered to you. And, you know, we don't know the difference often between what's medicine and what's poison, what's nutritious, what's life-giving, and what's poison. What's going to poison our joy, what's going to poison the day, was going to poison our ability to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. A superficial thank you. Oh, thanks for that. You know, or or one done out of guilt or obligation or conditioning. That's not a real thank you. It's thank you like a little robot. Thank you. But I mean thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you along with a recognition of how wonderful it is and how how much we've been given and how 
deeply appreciative we are. That's a different kind of thank you. That's the thank you that gets, that can bubble up when we practice uh, zazen. It bubbles up by itself. It doesn't come from the top of our head or from something we should say. It truly bubbles up with great, great gratitude. Thank you. Now that kind of thank you heals not only the one we give it to, but it heals ourselves. It heals our deep self. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting in touch now with who we truly are. You know, even a cloudy day, thank you. I'm here, I'm alive, I can experience this day. We, we, you know, we really are not aware of how temporary our lives are. Flash, it's, we're just a flash in the night, really, really, truly. Many of us saw that during this COVID situation we've been dealing with. A lot of, a lot of seems like a lot of loss, people leaving, dying perhaps, or friends leaving, moving away, disappearing. It feels like, in, a, in one sense for a while, it felt like the whole world just disappeared. Disappeared. I went to a wonderful dinner, um, a birthday dinner for one of my grandchildren, and we were all allowed to be there. <laughs> and I was so shocked to see everybody sitting together again around a table. That kind of moment had just disappeared. It wasn't just for just 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 this situation, but many friends. It feels that way, and you know, of course, they haven't. Many haven't disappeared. They're still here somehow. We don't see them as much, maybe. But nevertheless, in truth, in the largest truth, in the ultimate reality of life, yes, yes, we're just a flash in the night. We're here. Even if it's a hundred years, that's nothing. It's a flash in the night and we disappear. And we spend so much of this precious time complaining, not liking, resenting, kicking and fighting like a little baby, having a tantrum. No, 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 I don't want this. I don't want a cloudy day. I want this kind of day. I want this. I want that. I want this. As if, as if the world were here just to please us. So a true thank you takes us beyond that stage. Let's say it's just a, I like to think of it as a flare-up of the mad mind. Because as we practice, we do get in touch with what we call in Zen, Buddha nature. Or we call in another tradition, the spirit, the soul. There are many, many, many ways to language it, but it doesn't matter what we call it. What matters is to have the direct experience of it and for that experience to permeate our day and our life and our relationships. That's what thanksgiving really means. Let's transcend this river of the mad mind that tosses us around with nothing but complaints of one kind or another. You know, it's something, we don't have to blame ourselves or someone else for that. Where something seems to be built into humanity. It could be called karma. It could be called many things, nevertheless. It could be called the conditioned mind. But it doesn't matter what you call it. Again, let's recognize it. 
Let's experience it and see what havoc it plays in our life. It plays havoc. Takes away our joy, takes away our sense of purpose and meaning, and it takes away the beauty of all of our relationships. Something wrong with everyone, including ourselves. That's what the mad mind thrives on discontent. So sad. It's so sad because ultimately this, this world and this experience is so rare and precious and ultimately so beautiful, and we're not allowed to get in touch with that beauty and that wonder and that treasure so that a deep thank you bubbles up. Once in a while we are, once in a while. We all have moments when, oh, thank you. Maybe we faced an illness or a danger or someone in our family did and they got through it or they recovered. Oh, that stops us. Thank you. We're grateful. Or we got something that was very meaningful and important and we're stopped. The mad mind is stopped in its tracks. Oh, thank you. The gratitude, the, the meaningfulness comes. Now that's another part of who we are. That's a part of our true self. Believe it or not, our true Buddha nature, our true self, our true being is filled with joy and gratitude. And pleasure, pleasure at being alive. An understanding of what it is we're actually doing here. Have we been thrown here like a seed on the grass to bloom and wither and that's it? <laughs> Many of us behave that way. That can be terrifying because we just want to cling to the grass. <laughs> we don't want to bloom we don't know what's going to happen. Once we bloom, then we won't bloom anymore. Then we'll go the other way, and then our leaves will fall off. So that's a vision of life, and it's hard to give thanks. Then, then we live in fear and in resentment. We think we resent others. We don't. We resent the fear, the not knowingness that we're in. We resent the fact that we all know life is so temporary, and we're confused. I think a lot of this upset and anger and negativity comes from a general sense of, oh my goodness, where am I? Who am I? What is going on? What is this? What is it? Now, these are very deep koans in Zen practice, which is a question, a deep question that grips you and that you dwell with and that you really, really need to know the answer, but the answer is not something in your mind, an idea that will never satisfy. You need to have that, that question really, really answered. The answer has to come from a different part of you, not from someone else either. Someone else's answer is not going to ultimately satisfy you deep down inside. It can't and it won't. What is this? What am I doing here? What is it I have to really be thankful for? What? Even the coming of Thanksgiving brings this all up in some level to all of us. Somewhere it comes up. You know, I want to share something. There's a wonderful practice which originated, I believe, in Japan called Nikon. It's called Nikon. It's an extremely simple practice. I have found it very, very powerful over many, many years of doing it on and off. 
sometimes for longer periods, sometimes shorter. But this is what it is. You take it to start, anyway, maybe a half an hour in the day. You could do it in the morning. You could do it in the evening. I used to do it in the evenings. At the end of the day, I would take some time. And they recommend that you take a pencil and a paper and you write down so it, it's not just a thought that flies away. You ask yourself three questions and you dwell upon them. The first question is, what did I receive today? And you really write that down because, you know, as the mad mind rolls and rolls, it only sees what's wrong. It never sees what you received. <laughs> the many, many, many things we've all received. We think, oh, I haven't gotten anything. I haven't received anything. All I do is give. I don't get anything. But as we write that down and dwell on it, I received breakfast. I received coffee. I received water to wash my face with. I mean, just really, what did, just begin all day long. What did you, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked as you do this day. You spend about some time on that first question. What did I receive today? Then the second question comes, what did I give today? Again, you may be shocked. You think you're doing nothing but giving all day long, you're drained. So many people say, oh, I'm exhausted, I'm drained. But if you really just, that's why it's important to write it down, dwell on it. What did I give today? Okay. Then the question that they recommend you spend the longest time on is, what trouble or pain did I cause today? Mm. That's something we don't like to think about at all. And this is not for the purpose of guilt. No guilt in this. But it's because the mind is always thinking what people did to us, what pain was caused to us, what trouble was caused to us. So we don't even ask that because we want to put things into balance. This process puts things into incredible balance. Oh, my goodness, I asked the waitress to go back three times and change that dish. Things we might not even notice the trouble we caused to others. And this makes us aware of it. And we'll say, oh, I'm sorry. Now, this, not, this is not about guilt again, but maybe you want to correct it. You want to make a call or whatever, or you won't do it the next time it comes. And you might see that, oh, my goodness, I'm receiving so much more than I give. And just naturally, by doing this process daily, it, things balance themselves out. You just look for places to give. You want to give. You need to give. You see that. You've received so much stuff you never recognized. The smile of a stranger sometimes. Maybe the doorman downstairs made a special greeting. Wow, I received a special hello. We might not have noticed that at all. At all. And we may not have even noticed all the chances we are given to give to another. So this is a wonderful practice to share with you all and to introduce especially around Thanksgiving time. It puts us back in charge somehow of this flow of giving and receiving and being, being troubled and giving trouble, all of that, just by sitting with it every evening and dwelling upon it, writing it down, no punishing yourself or anyone else, just noticing it deeply. There is something within that wants to balance this out. It wants to give it's grateful. You become so grateful at all you are receiving. It just bubbles up naturally. And you become so much more conscious and aware 
when you might be causing some trouble to someone or some pain or some difficulty. This, this, this wonderful practice can be used with relationships. There, there are retreats where people do it all day long for eight hours. They have someone leading the retreat. And the, every once in a while, the person will give you different assignments, what to do Nikon on, do it on your mother, do it on your relationship with your wife or your husband. They give you assignments and they cook for you during the retreat. And then at some point, a few times during the day, they come and you read them what you care to of your list. And all they say, they don't comment. They just say, thank you for doing Nikon. And they mean that. They're not going to comment on your list. And that itself is a gift, (laughs) just to listen with no comment. Thank you. But with true thanks, when they say thank you, you feel so thanked and It's a beautiful feeling to learn how to thank. This is natural thanksgiving. So on this week, I wanted to offer that to all of you. It's very simple and very, very, very powerful all by itself. Try it. Try it. You might like it. So thank you for listening. I do thank you all and for your lovely notes and emails. I appreciate them very much. I enjoy them. And I really wish you a beautiful, beautiful day. A day of thanks. What could be a better day than when we really feel grateful and thankful for the many, many experiences that are, go- that are here and that are, that are on their way. Okay. Have a, have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And happy Thanksgiving to all. Bye-bye. The, um, the URL, of course, as you know, is zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you need to write to me, you want to, any, I'm here. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Have a wonderful day.